The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, good afternoon, everyone, on the West Coast, actually, on the East Coast, 2 o'clock, and good morning to everyone on the West Coast. It's 11 a.m. there. Um, We have a really fun guest for you today. You know, so many times we want to know how we can turn the junk in our lives into good things. And uh, I have a great guest with a a great fun title of her book. It's called Kick-Ass Advice to Turn Life's Crap into the Peace and Happiness You Deserve. But the name of the book is called Shovel It. And I think that's really great. And Debbie Robbins is my guest. She's a career coach. She's an advice columnist and blogger. And she's a best-selling author. And, you know, as she says, welcome to life where no one's exempt from having to shovel the crap. And Hollywood film producer, career coach to more than 1,500 executives and entrepreneurs, advice blogger for the Huffington Post, and advice columnist for the Washington Times Communities and best-selling author Debbie Robbins will share her seven key strategies to achieving peace and happiness in her new book, Shovel It. Welcome, Debbie. Well, so nice to be here. How are you today? You know, when I saw your book, I picked it up and I went, you know, this is really great. It's great because what you're basically doing is you're saying, let's stop fooling around here. I mean, basically, that's what you're saying. Let's let's stop um, deluding ourselves and let's get right to it. I think that's kind of what you're saying. It's really true. My husband, we were walking down the streets of New York where we lived last night, and he turned to me out of the blue, and he said, you're really here to to tell people it's okay to say that life is challenging. Yeah. It isn't easy to get what it is you say you want. No, but hey, that's the adventure. But I do think, Patricia, that somewhere in our marvelous spiritual movement, we've, we've misunderstood the message, and a lot of people are out there thinking that life can be perpetually peaceful, uh, an easy, seamless ride where everything you want, you get, and you get it in this effortless uh, capacity, and that's just not my experience. And I think that weakens us, not strengthens us. Your, your, your crap shoveling technique, number one, is freedom from should. Yeah. And you write, write down what pissed you off. What's wrong with what happened? What would have been right? How did this make you feel? So what you're saying is, you know, really look at it. And if you're angry, get angry. But then you also say, ask yourself, is there another way to see the situation so you don't just stay angry? That's right. You know, I'm a true believer, and I'd love to know what your experience is, 
that the only thing we have control over is what goes on inside ourselves. Mm -hmm. We just don't have control over what goes on out there. Mm -hmm. So my whole uh, methodology, whether it's in my private practice, uh, as you so lovely explain to people, I'm an executive coach, career coach, life coach, whether it's one-on-one helping people take more control of their life or through all the forms of writing that I do, that's really all, all we got. When it happens, you have to have a bag of tricks that allows you to take control and look at the experience and convert it back to the peace and happiness you deserve. Mm-hmm. But do you think that if something happens in your life, and maybe it isn't fair, maybe you've been laid off from a job, maybe you were laid off and weren't even told until that morning when you had to, you know, just summarily leave and just take your bag with you. Um, you know, do you have a right to be angry, and how do you turn that around eventually so you don't stay with the anger, Debbie? Right. It, that's such a great question. You absolutely have a right to feel hurt which always precedes anger. Hmm. And that's a big thing to understand. People never get angry and then say, and this hurt me. They, when you're laid off, when things that are unfair happen, it hurts you. Like, why me? What did I do? All I was doing was the best job I could, and this happened. And then from the hurt, you get angry and you get mad. So there are two levels to it. To speak to your question uh, about the about the anger, I talk in my book, I have a chapter which I know you read called I Hate You, I Hate You, I Hate You. Mm-hmm. And it suggests a very powerful exercise that uh, is available all the time of how you can ecologically deal with your anger. Because what we don't want to do is put our anger, which is really our hurt, back out there into a world that's filled with so much of it anyway. Mm -hmm. But we do want to acknowledge that we're human, we do get hurt, and Mm -hmm. anger then follows. Yeah, and And what's the lesson? What I try to do is look at what's the lesson. Yeah, I'm angry. Yeah, it wasn't right. But what can I learn for next time? And how is it a gift? And I know that's hard for people to hear, but everything does have a gift side to it, and it, if we can see that. Can. Even, even, God forbid, deaths of our parents and children and loved ones, everything has a gift to it. Well, I, I completely agree with you, and sometimes in my experience, in my work, what helps people get in touch with that is simply the reality that once it's happened, you can't turn back the clock. It circles back to what I was just saying earlier about the only control you have in life is what you do with what's going on inside of yourself. So I can't turn back the clock on a client who just got unfairly laid off or who's just lost a loved one. But what we can do is take control of our life again and say, what can we now do with this experience that could possibly be of advantage to ourselves and to others? Right. What else and, can we do? Folks, my guest today, I just want to say, my guest today is you know, you Debbie Robbins. You down, but you're never knocked out. Right. All right. My guest today is Debbie Robbins. Her book is Shovel It kick-ass advice to turn life's crap into the peace and happiness you deserve. You can log on to her website, which is DebbieRobbins.com, and it's R-O-B-I-N-S with one, with one B, like the bird. 
And um, you can call us at, if you're listening live today, which is April 12th, you can call us at 866-472-5787 for questions for Debbie, or this show will be archived online on voiceamerica.com. Debbie, your second technique, which really is one that I'm trying to work through, it's called the what-if technique. What if he's on the phone? What if something happens? You know, what if I don't get this client? What if I get sick? What if, you know, this person doesn't accept me? I mean, what if, what if, what if? And, you know, you could do that all day, and then you'll just be sitting. <laughs> I mean, if you do enough what ifs, you won't move. Yeah. You know, I use what if. I talk about it in a radically different way uh, in the book. Uh, I, the what if game uh, played out that way that you just put out there. You're absolutely right. That's a loser's game. Uh, because that, that's really anxiety. You're trying to figure out what possibly could go wrong before it happens. And that's something uh, I'd be delighted to talk uh, with you and your listeners about. But the way that I use what if is completely different. Uh, what The what if crap shoveling technique is how we can use, Patricia, our creative imagination to our highest advantage. So I talk about an instance in L.A. where I was driving and a guy in a black Porsche, he was on the phone, he was, you know, gesturing, he had no attention on the road whatsoever. You know, he zooms up in front of me, scares the pants off me, and terrifies this woman in front of him who's in a gas-guzzling SUV at the time with two kids, and she hears the engine, she puts on the brakes, he puts on the brakes, I put on the brakes, and we almost end up in a major fender bender. Yeah. Yeah. So my human reaction, of course, is okay to roll down my window, put up my hand, and let a certain finger, you know, tell him how I how I feel. Yeah. But I didn't. What I decided to do was play the what if game. Oh my God! What if this guy is on the phone with Cedar Sinai, the big hospital mm. in L.A.? And what if he's just found out that his father has had cardiac arrest and his mother's in hysterical tears and he's trying to comfort her and you know what, he's sorry, but he's got to get there because somebody's life is at stake. Mm-hmm. Now the point is, does it matter if that's true? No. What matters is that I've used my creative imagination. I've made a story up about the possible positive reason this guy is driving this way. And then I'm able to leave the window, put my hand down, and just drive on in peace. Mm-hmm. It, what well, and also, way you didn't have an accent. I mean, that's another thing to look at. That is correct. That is correct. I want to read something, Debbie. It's a good technique for situations in life at that certain level. Right. I want to read something in your book here that I really like. You have advice from a lot of gurus, what people in the public eye have to say about crap, peace, and happiness. So this is, this is a, a really good one. It's by Deepak Chopra, and I, I'd like to write, read it. He says, for several decades, I've embraced the wisdom of uncertainty. I wake up every day praying for even more uncertainty than I experienced the previous day. This allows me to be spontaneous and creative in the moment. I do not anticipate the future, although I intend it. As a result, I do not experience challenges. I look for opportunities. I'm always conscious of being the seer in the midst of the scenery. The scenery comes and goes, but the seer is always there. It is a timeless factor in the midst of time-bound experience. 
I remain centered in the timeless and do not allow the time-bound to distract me, although I enjoy it. That's tough to do, Debbie. Well, of course it's tough to do. Who said it would be easy to live a conscious, balanced, happy, peaceful life? I mean, of course it's tough, Patricia. Yeah, but and that, I, I think, you know, it's hard, it's hard to say, you know, I don't experience challenges, I look for opportunities, and then I wake up and I want uncertainty every day. How many people really want uncertainty every day, Debbie? Well, not the way we're, we're presently educated and not the way our culture discusses these issues. But if you really, what Deepak's saying is if your end goal really is to have as much peace and joy and abundance and happiness that's available in your life, you better strengthen those muscles. That's why I wrote the book. He's talking about the fact that he doesn't have to fear life because he has processes and ways that he works his own process so that whatever happens, he can use it to his highest advantage. Mm -hmm. That is the only thing we have control over. Mm -hmm. Easy? No. Necessary? If you want to live a quality life where life isn't bumping you and distracting you and hurting you and damaging you 24-7? Yes, 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 yes. Mm. Mm. Wonderful. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to look at crap shoveling technique number three, which is the vodka tonics half full, and I'm grateful for my olive technique. <laughs> All right, you're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com. My guest is Debbie Robbins. Her book is Shovel It, Kiss Ass Advice on How to Turn Life's Crap into the Peace and Happiness that You Deserve. She's a Hollywood film producer, career coach, to more than 1,500 executives and entrepreneurs, advice blogger for the Huffington Post, and many others. Again, my guest is Debbie Robbins. You can log on to her website, debbierobbins.com, R-O-B-I-N-S.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on leadership intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio, E. 
each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, Power, Achievement, Relationships. If you want to get ahead, you have to stand out from the crowd, the clutter, and the competition. Are you? Tune in each week for Standing Out with Lauren Saunier. Lauren and her guests have the secrets that can help you and your business get noticed, get attention, and achieve your desired results no matter where you're starting from. Standing Out with Lauren Saunier, live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to be a marketing machine. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, everyone. We are back. You're listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. We have a great guest. Her name is Debbie Robbins, and her book is Shovel It, Kick-Ass Advice to Turn Life's Crap into the Peace and Happiness You Deserve. You can log on to DebbieRobbins.com, R-O-B-I-N-S.com. And Debbie Robbins is very interesting. She's a Hollywood film producer and a career coach to more than 1,500 executives and entrepreneurs. She's an advice blogger for the Huffington Post and advice columnist for the Washington Times, Communities, and best-selling author. And she talks about seven key strategies to achieve peace and happiness through all the crap that we go through. And she also, in her book, has advice from a lot of celebrities, including Deepak Chopra, Julia Ormond, Rosanna Arquette, and many others. And she's worked with some, uh, some Hollywood A-list people in her work as a coach and still does. Welcome back, Debbie. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Okay. Shovel, shoveling uh, technique Shovel number three. It, the Shovel vodka it. tonic's half full, and I'm grateful for my olive. Yeah. You know, I have, I'm so glad you brought this one up. Thank you. It's one of my favorite crap shoveling techniques because hopefully most of us know how to spell the word gratitude. <laughs> and I looked at the word gratitude and I thought, how can I create a technique to help people deal with anything that happens to them and convert it back into the peace and happiness they deserve? And I thought, wow, gratitude. So you start with G. And this is great, Patricia, because it circles back to what you said earlier. How can I look at this crap that just happened and see something that could be possibly good about it? Because the minute you can do that, you've just opened the door to unbelievable opportunity coming in through something that you, you are judging as a negative. So what could possibly be good? God, gratitude, G-R. What's the recurring feeling that this situation has brought up? Because remember in life, we're pattern-based animals. We do tend to create the same experiences over and over again until we get the lesson. Haven't you ever had that happen in your life? All the time. All the time. And that's, and that's when you realize something needs changing. When you turn around and say, you know, that happened the last time. Yeah. And, oh. you know, that happened, that happened the time before that. That's it. They call it in psychology stackers. A stacker is that situation where you go, I can't believe I'm here again. But oftentimes the crap 
that shows up in our life does have a repetitive nature to it, which is really just, in my experience and training, the universe trying to wave that flag going, hello, Debbie, Patricia, hello, you said you didn't want any more of this. Well, here it is again. What are you going to do about it? Because that's all you can control in life is what you decide to do about it. Absolutely. And so that's the gratitude exercise. G is you got to find what's good in the situation. R, what's the recurring feeling? A, what part of this are you accountable for? What did you do that possibly co-created this? T, what turns it around? I, what do you ideally want? T, what turns it around even more? You, what's the underlying negative belief you know, that I you think, might have think, going on? Yeah, I think what you're talking about here is that what what helps us is when we when we release the anger, we get into forgiveness, and we look at it differently. That we allow ourselves to room for growth because when we harbor anger and we harbor resentment, it just it just eats at us. That's it. God, I wish that getting angry at someone helped. And I, you know, I mean, I'd be all for judgment, shame, and blame if it worked. I mean, I don't have a place that says anything is right or wrong. I don't play the right or wrong game. But the game that I am invested in is my peace and happiness. I want to have the best friggin' life that I can have so that I can be of service to myself and be of service to others. And those are choices and labels and experiences that lock you in to the negativity. They lock you in faster than you can snap your finger. And I just don't want to live there. Yeah. I don't and yet, want to live and there. yet, as you know, you said in the beginning, it is very important that we look at our anger and we release it in some way. We accept it. We know we're angry. And, you know, that's okay. Yeah, um, and there are ways to do it, as I said, and this is critical from my point of view, that are safe and ecological and uh, take accountability but allow you to express the feelings without dumping it back out there into the world because I am not for that. There is enough of unconscious anger, hateful dumping that goes on 24-7. I'm not going to participate in it. Absolutely. All right, let's go on to one of your other techniques. You have seven techniques total. So let's look at technique number four. All right, and technique number four is if you had you had me at I'll buy lunch, what do you mean? <laughs> That's cute. Well, when I was talking about, you know, Jerry Maguire is personally one of my favorite movies. If any of your listeners haven't seen it, you know, the moral, it's a great film with Tom Cruise and Renee Zellweger. And the real moral of the story in that film is that when the character of Jerry Maguire actually finds his life purpose, which is to be uh, a sports agent, but to do, which he was before, but when the movie opens, he's doing it for money, for avarice, for all of those things. During the course of the picture and his love affair with Renee Zellweger, he realizes that what he really wants is to do something in his life with integrity, to really care and lead with his heart. And the minute he comes to that awareness, he understands his destiny, his purpose, why he really is here on this planet, all the doors of his life open up again. He gets the beautiful girl, woman, he gets the wonderful child, and he's able to create, finally, a 
limited wealth for one of his clients, but because he's leading with his his heart. And if you want to make a lot of money on this planet, know and align with your purpose. Know and align with your purpose. That's what drives success. I agree. And I also have found that in my life, when I've had that higher purpose and when the money hasn't been coming, I've often done some prayer or meditation and really put it out there to my higher power or to God and say, look, this is what I think I'm supposed to do. If I'm not, I'll do something else. But I can't, there has to be, you know, the money has to follow. And it's amazing what has happened for me when I really ask in that way. It's amazing how the doors really have opened. Yeah. I, I, you know, and I, I would say I have uh, shared experiences like you. I have been on my knees. I have had many times in my life where I just went to the place inside of me that said, please, I'm just asking for divine assistance. Yeah. And it's a powerful place to be. It really is. It, it, it says that I know that I am a co-creator. I'm not the creator. And, and when uh, it opens, then you know you're on the right path. I mean, when, when you ask and then the door opens, there's your answer. There's your answer, and now you have an opportunity to live life at what I call the fullest level, which is a co-creative process, a co-creative process. All right, crap shoveling technique number five, mirror-mirror technique. What does that mean? Yeah, mirror-mirror, well, it's so fascinating. They've known Patricia in psychology for 100 years, what they call the negative projection, which is when you're uh, accusing others of being something, you know, you're greedy, you're nasty, you're disorganized, um, you're unkind, and you really have a lot of energy in those judgments, 99.9% of the time it's because you have that issue too. You have a place in your consciousness that's greedy, you're being unkind, it's called a projection. You're projecting onto someone else what is really going on inside of you. So the amazing breakthrough in psychology is that they started to wonder, does that work on the positive side? We have people we admire in life. We have iconic figures. When I say, and look at Martin Luther King as an example and say, I have so much respect for him that he was able to come from simple origins and change the world, is that really a reflection of my own sense of myself that I came from simple origins, but I know I am able to effectuate the world? And they decided in the psychological field, the answer is yes. So when your listeners say, as an example, that they admire Oprah or they admire you or they admire great people, Gandhi and great artists or Stephen Jobs of Apple, and you dig a little deeper and you find out what is it about these people that you admire so much and you put it out there, I'm here to tell you you're talking about yourself. And Mirror Mirror is an opportunity to reclaim who you are by seeing it as uh, positives in others. Yeah, you did this in your book. For example, you said, name a person, alive or dead, famous or not, who you really respect. 
write down the qualities you see that are so fantastic. So you wrote Oprah Winfrey, courageous, intelligent, funny, caring, philanthropic, energetic, inexhaustible, dedicated to changing the world one story at a time. Now you write, convert their qualities into statements about yourself. Always begin with, I am courageous, I am intelligent, humorous, caring, and philanthropic. I am filled with inexhaustible energy and an unstoppable dedication to change the world one story at a time. That's right. You can't control what goes on out there, but you can control your ability to know who you are, activate it, um, and generate it and make it work as part of your success mojo. And everything that I see in Oprah, I was able doing Mirror Mirror to go, my God, I have those qualities too. I have them too. Mm-hmm. I have Absolutely. inexhaustible energy. I'm, I'm devout in terms of my uh, my desire to serve other people, et cetera, et cetera. All it's right, we're going to take technique. a break. It's an empowering technique. All right, my guest is Debbie Robbins. Her book is Shovel It, Kick-Ass Advice to Turn Life's Crap into the Peace and Happiness You Deserve. You can log on to com. All right, you're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are, or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, 
Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com. And I want to let you know that um, I've been doing this work for many, many years, but I have been on Voice America. uh, I'm in my eighth year, so it's a a great, wonderful network. We started with probably 20 shows. There are probably over 300 shows now on Voice America. They have different networks, and really um, the hosts are there to make a difference in the world. So I encourage you to listen to other programs as well. Today we are talking to Debbie Robbins. Her book is Shovel It, Kick-Ass Advice to Turn Life's Crap into the Peace and Happiness that You Deserve. Debbie Robbins is a Hollywood film producer, and she's a career coach to more than 1,500 executives and entrepreneurs. She's also an advice blogger for the Huffington Post, an advice columnist for the Washington Times Communities, and a best-selling author. She's worked with lots of celebrities, who have been her mentors and also her clients. And there are some uh, wonderful testimonials in the book about how to turn your life around from a lot of these folks. You can log on to DebbieRobbins.com, R-O-B-I-N-S.com. Welcome back, Debbie. Thank you. Thank okay, you. Okay, for- let's look at technique number six, which is getting down with the universe. What does that mean? Yeah, you know, getting down with the universe, in, in my opinion, uh, experience and training, uh, means that you have to be able to see the end first. Yeah. And this is really nothing new. Uh, this has been a technology that great athletes have understood from the beginning of time, going back to the first Olympics, because an Olympian they literally see themselves running the race. They feel the heat. They experience the sweat. They can see in their mind's eye runners on the left, on the right, and they visualize hundreds, thousands of times crossing that goal line and, be, and putting their, their fist up in victory. You have to be able to see the end first. Once you see the end first, Patricia, then you can create a strategy that addresses how will I get there. Now, normally what people do in life is they don't really know very clearly where they want to go, and they have a sense of it, and they immediately go to the how, and the how knocks them out of the ballpark because they, they go, I don't know how I would make that happen. But oftentimes they don't even know what it is they really want. And that's part of this technique. Yeah, that's so powerful. You know, when I, and, and it's, sometimes it's daunting because I'll look at where I am and then I'll see the big picture. And it seems like the big picture is really a mountain. You know, if I'm looking at the top, it's like, man, but how am I going to get, how am I going to get up that mountain? But as you said, if you can't see the top, then you, you won't, you don't have any, you won't strive for it. That's right. And then the balance, uh, which I don't talk about in the book, but I'll share with you and your listeners today, it's really a two-pronged strategy. Absolutely what you said, you, you must have the, the biggest, boldest vision in your mind. And then conversely, you have to be what I call master of the three-foot toss. And quickly, what that means is you have to understand that very successful people in the world, they are extremely focused. They set goals that are 100% attainable, and so they never, ever fail. 
And one of the ways to get what it is you say you want is to learn how to create incremental next steps that you absolutely know you can achieve. As as a quick example, let's say your goal is to be the next Oprah Winfrey, but you've never done television before. Isn't that unrealistic? No, not at all. Not if that's your gift, your destiny, a fulfillment of your purpose. Nothing's unrealistic. But the way you get there is going to define your success or not. So let's say you've never done television before, but you're a young person and you really see that as a, as a beautiful end goal for yourself. Well, hey, a next step might be to go take a class in journalism, might be to take a class in, uh, you know, in television. It might be to go uh, get some experience speaking in front of a camera, which you can do in every major city and town across this country. And you go, and then you get to see, wow, did I like being in front of the camera? Is this something that I would continue to want to aspire to? You do it step by achievable step. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. So one day at a time. All right, number nine, or number seven, <laughs> your last crap shoveling technique is DEFCA 9 technique, D-E-F-C-O-N. What does that mean? Right. Well, here is my exercise and one suggestion for your listeners' consideration of how you can always ecologically deal with your hurt and your anger, which you are entitled to have as a human being on this planet, a very challenging planet, I might add. And anyone who told you it's not has not told you the truth. So you take a a couple of pieces of paper You take a pen or a pencil. Now, it's very important in this exercise, Patricia, that you do not use your computer or PDF device. There's Mm -hmm. something they found in psychology about the physicality of a pen or a pencil to paper. And you start to write, and you literally write down every single thing you think or feel. And you can use four-letter words. You can paint very unpleasant pictures. You literally give yourself permission to just let it blow. And it could be like, you know, I hate you. This world stinks red, black, dog shit. I step in it, hate you, hate you, hate you, hate you. Etc. You just let it go. It doesn't have to make sense, Patricia, because you will never read it and no one else will ever read it. You just write and write and exhaust yourself. Everything you'd want to say to that person that hurt you, get it out. And then you do two things. If you have a safe place, and I really mean a safe place, to burn those few pieces of paper, a fireplace or an incinerator, if you live in New York like I do, great. But if you don't, then you simply never read what you've written. You immediately tear it up into a gazillion little pieces and put it in the garbage can. And you've now given yourself permission to feel the feelings, to think the unthinkable things, to assign the blame and judgment that is, you know, going circling in your mind. Get it out, get it out. And you've done it, though, in an ecological way. You've not dumped it out there on another human being, but you've allowed yourself the opportunity to get it out of your system. 
And it's an extraordinary technique, and if your listeners do it, there will be a relief and an ability to move forward in a positive way that perhaps you haven't experienced in quite some time. Mm-hmm. All right, so what's your message here? I mean, Debbie, if people get one thing out of all your techniques, if people listening get one thing out of Shovel It, and what's the advice really to turn the negative stuff into good things in your life? What would be your what would be your message? Yeah. My message is that you have to develop what I call a bag of life survival techniques and tips and ways to deal with what does happen out there that you have no control over so that you can convert anything back into an opportunity for yourself. And that is my message. The buck stops with you. The buck stops with me. The buck stops with Patricia. Uh, We can't stop challenges. We can't stop inequities. Things happen. They hurt. They stink. They suck. But if you know what to do, if you have a bag of tricks and techniques, which is my book are my techniques, they work for me, they may work for you, then you're going to be okay. You don't have to be afraid of life because there's nothing that you can't handle. So find what works and stick with it really is what you're saying. Absolutely. Do you get off your lazy and find what works. Do you give workshops and seminars? I don't do workshops and seminars. I'm completely a one-on-one coach, but I invite anyone who would want to develop uh, uh, the techniques such as these, you can do that with me in my private practice. Okay. All right. And where can people find your book? Uh, my book is absolutely everywhere. It, uh, of course, ships from Amazon within 24 hours in every major bookstore. So I don't think there's any place that it's not. And, again, it's, it's a two-part title. It's Shovel It, Kick-Ass Advice to Turn Life's Crap into the Peace and Happiness You Deserve. Yeah, it's really, it's really a wonderful book. Thank you. And um, Thank you. before you go, since we do have a, another couple of minutes left, you know, of all the people you've worked with, and you've worked with some famous people, mm-hmm. Debbie, are they any different from us? You know, they get written up all the time, you know, as the models, and as you know, lately particularly many are not positive role models yeah. in their behavior. But um, are they you different from us? Are they more motivated? Are they brighter? Are they smarter? Are they, you know... Well, I'll tell you what famous people um, are always passionate. Yes absolutely passionate. Uh, You can't be in the public um, success space if you're not passionate. It just goes with the territory. Deepak Chopra is passionate about what he does. Rosanna Arquette, Julia Ormond, they are passionate not only about their acting careers, but Julia Ormond has an extraordinary nonprofit. She works through the UN. She deals with the issue of human trafficking. She's passionate about that. That's what got her to the United Nations, not only her celebrity. So I could go down the whole list of all the marvelous people in the book and so many more that I know, but they all have passion. And what's your secret? This, what's your secret oh, for your life? My, my secret for myself? Yes. Uh, passion, loving of myself first and foremost, 
and loving others. Mm. Passion, self-love, and giving back. That's my mojo, for That's sure. Thank Makes you so me much love for being life, on the program, Debbie. It was wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on. It was terrific. You're an amazing, amazing host. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I love what I do. I'm passionate. <laughs> yes, you are. Comes, All right, stay on the line. Thanks so much. My ask. guest has been Debbie Robbins. Her book is Shovel It, Kick-Ass Advice to Turn Life's Crap into the Peace and Happiness You Deserve. Log on to DebbieRobbins.com. Folks, that wraps up Positive with Patricia Raskin, Positive Living for Today. Stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next week, I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a great Monday and a great week. Bye for now. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 